Claire Sarah, we invited some coffee drinkers to the show tonight. And since you are the acknowledged expert in coffee, I thought we could probe your area. What? Of expertise. Spelled wrong? Naturally. You're listening to Expertise, Spelled Wrong, the podcast where the world's most expert experts discuss their areas of expertise expertly. Expert comedy writer Claire Sarah and expert comedy writer Dan O'Sullivan bring their expertise to other unrelated expertises. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners from around the globe. I'm your host, Dan O'Sullivan, and the name of the podcast is Expert ease, you can hear Claire's espresso machine letting off steam even now as we join her in her cafe hut called the Cafe Hut. Claire, is that your espresso machine or are you actually drinking some coffee now? Uh, Excuse me, I just have to swirl, swish, twirl, chew, and spit. Yeah. Now, Claire, so many of these (sighs) procedures to make a great cup of coffee are usually done in a cup via machine. You do it all in your mouth so inexpensively and passing the savings on to the customers. Absolutely. Uh, You can look at it through the crude measure of economics. But what I am talking about is we were designed as coffee makers. So Claire, in your in-body coffee making experience, where does the hot water come from? Did you know that human people are made of over 76% water. I did know that, yeah. So we already have the water. We don't need to create water. But coffee water needs to be that perfect 120 degrees. And I think the typical human body water is 98.7, just like the rest of the human body. And who says it has to be 120 degrees, Dano? The coffee oligarchy. That's who says that. Walk us through this, Claire. Yeah. For our listeners at home who want to boil up their own water internally, what process do you go through? To let's let's go through the whole process of of making a perfect human being coffee. Oh, sounds oh, like yeah. you have a customer now. Hey, there's a coffee hat. Can I help you? For our listeners at home, we are broadcasting the podcast live tonight from Claire's Coffee Hut in Santa Monica. So Claire stepped off to the uh, drive-through window to deal with a customer in a Ferrari. <laughs> That'll be eight ninety five. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Claire was so interesting watching you uh, deal with an actual customer, just the way you spew into the cup. Well, of course, I encourage our customers to create their own coffee in their own mouths. So if it's a if it is a new customer, they've never made their own coffee within their mouth. I will help them choose. So what I'll do is I'll find a nice oily, rich bean, Mm. um, say a Guatemalan or Mm -hmm. when someone gets a Guatemalan shoved in their mouth for the first time, it is such an exciting experience. Just, Just double checking here. We're talking about coffee beans, right? Coffee beans. And I will literally move their jaw and I'll, I'll just, I'll just move that chin like a jackhammer like to get the proper grind. Because as we all know, it's like, do you want it coarse? Do you want it fine? Are we talking espresso? Again, I, I, this is why we are the best design. We have a built in burr. Yeah. I loved him on Perry Mason. At this point, their mouth is full of what we call coffee grounds, mud. I love it. I feel like that brings up. Just a beautiful um, mm, 
Mm-mm. Sorry, sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> I was just sucking on my own saliva there for a second and imagining that it was up to 120 degrees and I got completely sidetracked. So I still go back to my biggest question, Claire, is I've, yeah. I've got a mouthful of self-ground beans. Yes. Where is this hot water coming from? We have our own internal combustion system. You know, you just got to pull that into action. Before you know it, you're spitting hot saliva. Claire, I visited your previous coffee shop called Spitting Hot Saliva. Yeah. And I was surprised how undelicious the coffee was. It tasted like hot saliva. With that experience, I must say I'm a little skeptical about creating my own hot saliva to go with these wonderful beans. Uh, would this work? Would Just go with me for a second here. Okay. You're the expert. I'm the yeah. podcast Thank interviewer. You. Thank you. Yeah. Why couldn't I grind up those beans to that sure. 30 burr per unit that you described, right. keep those in a side pouch of one of my cheeks, and then just boil up some water in a teapot and pour that hot boiling water into my own mouth? Wouldn't that accomplish the same thing without the saliva side taste? Can you, can you hear yourself? Can you pour boiling hot water into your mouth, Dano? Right. Uh, That's my question, Claire. You cannot. You cannot. Cannot. You have to think of your saliva like the frog in the pot, right? It's like mm. you're slowly raising the temperature of your mouth oh, saliva. Uh, so and you, so you can stand it. Okay. That's when you start the swirling and the swishing. Claire, it all sounds so delicious. It, it sounds like a lot of work for a typical customer. I know uh, a lot of folks just want to grab and go. You know, I'm on my way to work, on my way to pick up the kids, on my way to a play date at the park with Timmy, Cindy, Jeffrey, Louise, little Tony, Bianca, uh, the the little one with his hair parted to the side. Mm-hmm. Did I mention Cindy? Yes, he did mention Cindy. The other Cindy. Right. There are two Cindys and they both need coffee. You know, all these kids need coffee. All the kids need so, coffee. I'm in a big rush. I need 12 to go. Can you right. help me out in a situation like that? Or am I going to sit here and watch you masticate? Well, I do. I do have a, a bean blaster if we have a family drive up in a van. So I'm picturing a hose with a nozzle. That's it. That's it. It you know we like to keep our technology simple. Uh, is that just the beans right into the mouth? Just and then, uh, the beans straight into yeah. mouth. Now, of course, I use younger, smaller beans for children because they have smaller mouths and smaller mastication abilities. But uh, yeah, we just blast those in. We can we can get you in and out. That's great. That's great. And I love the idea of getting the kids all hopped up before they go to the park. I'd I'd love to delve into your own personal history a little bit here. Yeah. Um, how long has Claire's Coffee Hut been in existence there in Santa Monica? Over six months. We had spit and hot saliva for about eight months before that was closed down with the C rating, yeah. which I really felt was unfair. Um, Is that a health rating? Yes. Yeah. So spit and hot food. saliva got shut down for health reasons. Uh, yes. You were able to bounce back from that and open Claire's Coffee Hut, which... Yeah. Um, just, it sounds so uh, mundane compared to spitting hot saliva. Do you, did you lose any customers in that process? We lost all, all of our customers. Oh. Um, you know, in full transparency, we lose all of our customers after every visit. Oh, I see. Pretty, yeah. So pretty much. no one ever returns? No, not yet. But I mean, we're still, I mean, we're still working towards that, of course. We believe it will happen. But, you know, folks are just so, these days, they're all about um, machines and technology and time-saving devices. And Mm -hmm. for me, that is an affront to the organic beauty of the coffee bean meeting a human being. 
Claire, I have to say I'm a little surprised when I hear you speak so elegantly of the organic nature of the beverage and Mm. your relationship with the bean, that you would delve into the world of business at all. Does not this contradict that wonderful, almost uh, hippie-like innocence? I feel that because I do business so poorly, that it makes up for the fact that I'm really trying to, I mean, I'm under a few lawsuits still from my chili drive through where, you know, I was oh, trying to help. with the bean blaster plus, plus hot sauce. Yes, and trying to help human people create chili in their mouth. What I'm getting here, Claire, yeah. you've got coffee, you've got chili. There seems to be a just a bizarre fascination that you have with bean-based things. You know, Dano, um, I really appreciate your focus on my cafe hut and my coffee made in the mouth, but we are considering expanding. We are opening a restaurant called Beyond the Bean. Now, I love this, Claire. I'm looking at the menu from Beyond the Bean. Yeah. And what I see here is nothing with beans as the top (laughs) heading. That's right. And under that is every... Oh my gosh. I think this is every single food item in the world yes. that doesn't have beans. This is like an encyclopedia of food. It's the Cheesecake Factory menu, and I just crossed out anything with beans on it. Oh, yeah. And then you've replaced everything with cheese with just the word not beans. Yes. So there's the not bean cake. <laughs> right. There's the not bean fondue, the not bean grilled sandwich. The uh, not bean encrusted mahi-mahi. Oh, that just sounds so delicious. Yeah. Now, when you're making dishes that don't have beans, what's the secret, Clear? Is it as simple as making the recipe and not using beans? Or is there more to it than that? No, that's it. That's it. A lot of customers are asking us, of course, at our not bean cake factory, what do we serve to drink there? Because I know so many drinks are bean-based. We serve Guatemalan bean-blasted coffee. Straight into the mouth? Straight to the mouth. So this this is a cross-promotion with Claire's Coffee Hut. This is brilliant because uh, people come in expecting no bean, and then they get the bean. They get the big bean, the bean blaster. The big bean, right in the bean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So look for that coming soon. Can I give you a quick business idea? Oh, Sure. You know what people love? They love the taste of coffee, right? Yes. So when you mix up that coffee right in their mouth, they're getting the strongest, most powerful burst of coffee flavor. But it's all gone in one swallow. What if you had a receptacle, walled but hollow, Mm -hmm, that -hmm. you could hold in the hand? If, like most humans, you have a thumb, you could put a handle on this device and use it for gripping, and then retain some of your coffee to sip casually a little bit later. Um, interesting, interesting idea, uh, I suppose, for you know acolytes and folks that aren't ready to mm. take the big leap. We could look into uh, reticules of purpose. What would we call them? Reticules of purpose? Can't beat that. Uh, in fact, if you need a name for your shop, there you go. Reticules of Purpose. That's going to be open in the Pacific Palisades. Big money up there in the Pacific Palisades. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the right audience for a product like Thank that. Thank you. Claire, one last question before we wrap things up here today. Yeah. It's really just fascinating learning about the, the culinary cultures of the world and how you've kind of perverted them into a commercial enterprise. Mm. But we are talking about the coffee bean on one hand and the cooking bean on the other hand. And... Even though they both have bean in their name, I don't know that a coffee bean is a bean. 
I sort of feel like that undermines your whole premise when you think about it that way. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, I am. I'm going to go. And so, with a sudden loss in confidence to match her sudden loss in customers, once folks realized exactly how her coffee was made, our podcast guest, Claire, steps off into the afternoon sun, its long rays glancing off her coffee-colored hair, into, oh, she's found a vacant storefront on Santa Monica Boulevard. The doors opened, the Venetian blinds are raised, the closed sign is flipped over to say open, and... Here she is, scrawling by hand, Claire's waffle and beans. Uh, Reticules of purpose. The name of her new restaurant, dear listeners, is Claire's waffle and beans. Reticules of purpose. I don't know, folks. Sounds like a hit to me. Claire's waffle and beans. Reticules of purpose. Waffle and beans. Reticules of purpose. Waffle and beans. Reticules of purpose. The Expertise, spelled wrong, podcast is free. And, like the Amish, all are welcome. Be sure to sign up for our email announcements at funnypodcast.co and follow us in your favourite podcast app, like the expert podcast listener we know you are.